Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode three of the Legacy Exchange. We are especially excited for this week's episode because we have the honor of introducing our very first guest to the podcast. She is not just anyone. She's a very special lady who holds a dear place in both my heart and my grandpa's heart. Please join Absolutely. us. Please join us in welcoming the one, the only, Janet Miles. Thank you for inviting me to be your first guest. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you guys haven't picked up on it, this is my granny, Pop-Up's beloved wife of 57 years. I thought it was 55. It's 57, right? 57. Can you, can you believe 57 that? 57 as of tomorrow. Yeah. June 26. We are filming. 1966. We're recording this on June 25th. So that means tomorrow it'll be 57 years. Yeah. And when we meet people, they want to know why we're still so happy and like <laughs> each other. Oh my gosh. And that's exactly what we are going to talk about today. It's only <laughs> fitting that the day before your anniversary, we get into talking about love, commitment, and lifelong partnership. In this episode, Granny will share with us her wisdom, her experiences, her stories from over half a century of marriage. So get ready, guys. We are in for quite the conversation. <laughs> All right, let's roll, baby. <laughs> I said to George, I said, George, you know, this is you and Taylor thing. I'm getting nervous. George said, well, just be yourself. I don't know whether you really mean that or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she talks a lot. Right <laughs> All right. I'll so, keep it short. Granny, yes. tell us about how you and Pop-Op first met. Well, uh, I was, um, I, I came from New South Carolina, mm -hmm. staying with my Aunt Rosie in New Jersey, and I met my friend, Yvonne, very good friend in school. And we went to a dance down to Newark, downtown in Newark. And we were at this party, and Yvonne decided to walk around the party. So she comes back all excited. Oh, oh, I met this guy. Well, she met George and Peter Perry because when she came to um, New Jersey, she stayed with her aunt. And so she, uh, they had a party for her. So she comes back, I met this guy, George. Come, you got to go meet them. You got to meet. So I go, go walk over and he's on the floor dancing. I thought he could dance doing the monkey. You know, that was just a false thing. <laughs> I thought he could dance. But then when he met, when Yvonne said hi, he met Yvonne. And the first thing he said, uh, can I get a ride? Can I get a ride? I said, and Yvonne comes back to me and asked me, can he get a ride to the next party? So I said, Yvonne, yeah, okay. So she gets in the back. You were driving, Jim. I'm driving. I'm the one that have the car. Yvonne gets in the back, George gets in the back, I'm driving to, to the next party. And as I'm driving to the next party, Yvonne said to me, I gotta go home. I said, what do you mean you gotta go home? She had a curfew. I said, well, why you invite him? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I got stuck with him for the evening. Then we started talking and he lived in Orange, New Jersey. I'm in South Orange. He lived in the projects and he said, um, could you give me a ride home? 
So I gave him a ride home, but in the in the midst of driving, I'm we talking, and he find out that I live in South Orange. Well, South Orange is where George went to school. I was going to school. Yeah, and you were going where? Seton Hall University. You were going to Seton Hall University. So between South Orange and Orange, I always tell people George met me and he we got married because of my money. But that's a joke, you know. But George thought people in South Orange, I lived in a house, he lived in a project. So you guys can figure out the difference. So oh. that's how it started. Well, okay. Um, let's take a step back. You talk about moving from Sumter to New Jersey. How old were you? Tell us a little bit more about your upbringing. Okay. I was born and raised in Sumter, South Carolina. When I graduated from high school, we I took a bus to New Jersey. A trailway, right? Uh, yes. In fact, we couldn't afford Greyhound. I, my uncle was in Washington, D.C., so we took a, I took a trailway bus to New Jersey, and... That's the history. I came at 17 years old. I worked one year as a mother helper to make money to go to beauty culture school. So my career was a hair colorist for 30 something years. It's really quite remarkable. A 17 year old girl coming from South Carolina, never been out of Sumter and took a trailways bus on her own to find her Aunt Rose in South Orange, I think it's quite a journey. And here you are today. Uh, yes. yes. I guess that's with my luck and I find my husband. <laughs> How old were you when you guys met? Uh, I was, I, was uh, I guess I was 18 by then, 18, 18 and 19. When we met, when we met you were? Uh, what year you were in college? You was almost 21. I was 21. Okay, so, so I must have been 1920. Yeah. <clears throat> 1920. Yeah. You talk about how you thought he could dance. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me more about your first impression of him and how it's changed over the past 57 years. Well, well, he really, you know, once I got to know him and we start dating, uh, he said to me, we decided we were going to go, that um, first date, we were going to go to the, a, mo a movies. Mm. And, uh, of course, he was late because he had to take the bus. But starting the first date, going to the movies, I wasn't too happy, so we did not go to the movies. Gotcha. Yeah. So she, she threw me out of the house. <laughs> well, we want to start on the right feet. Yeah, foot, Absolutely. You know? Definitely. Yeah. So We've been arguing ever since. <laughs> How has it changed over time? What's similar? What's different from when you guys first met? Well, I tell you, I George and I, we we grew we grew together. You know, it wasn't it wasn't stars and bangle. You know, the, I think a lot of these young people could even be old people uh, get married. Oh, the stars they see bangles, and you know, sex is a part of it, but you have to work together and want the same thing. And George and I, I think we, the thing is we grew better. Each year it got better. Mm -hmm. Each year it got better. And yeah, he, that was part of our, our relationship was to make sure that we made this a team as opposed to I and I. 
this is you. In fact, I've always said that when I went to work, Janet always had my back. I used to have guys, wives complain about how many hours they work. And Janet never did that. Not once time I remember she used to say to these wives, he's working and he's making money and that's what counts. Yeah, see, he can't he can't make any money in these way. He can't make any money looking after me. But he we and we, you know, you can't when you get married, one of the key things is you have to communicate. You must communicate. What sometimes it's all sweet and honey, but sometimes you just have to kind of raise your voice or the sister come out so he can understand you. And she can understand me. <laughs> she can understand me. But, and, and, <clears throat> and, and you can't change a person. You know, you whoever you marry, you got to remember, this is who he is, you know? And a lot of times people try to change it. That's the person you marry, that's the person he's going to be. And we always we always had a plan. We always worked together, and it's giving and taking. It's not all me and not all him. It's together. I love that. Okay, the two of you. Question for the both of you. Tell me about one of your favorite dates. Is it the same date that you guys both love, or pop up? Do you have a favorite, Granny? Do you have a favorite? Just something that you look back on and you still think about. Well, you know, our our dating really was very short because. I met him in his senior year. He only had a couple of months before graduation. Okay. We went to a couple of parties. You know how you go with your girlfriends and stuff. We had a great time. Well, I even had a party, I think, at Aunt Rose with him and his friends. Then he went uh, to work for the government. You know, he um, went to work for the government. When he graduated accountant, he couldn't get a job in a, in a CPA firm. So he went to work for the government. And at that time, Soon as you hit get to work, they drafted him. He worked one year after the government, then he ended up going to Vietnam. So when he went to Vietnam, he was gone for what, a year? Two years. He, he was gone for two years and I was working, I was busy. And people always say, uh, you know, uh, he was gone for two years, well, what did you do? I said, well, I couldn't find anybody better. And I keep <laughs> saying that, I keep saying that. And George finally told me, in fact, I think within the last year. Oh, you thought uh, uh, you would just, look, I told my friends to make sure, keep you busy until I get back. <laughs> so, right. yeah. so, there <laughs> so, was no, there was no, oh, I'll wait for you. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, the, the few months that it, the year we got to know each other, I got to like him and we got to like each other. But it was nothing, you know, oh, you know, go away. I'll be here waiting for you and stuff. We just, you know, communicate, stay connected. But, but before I left for, for Vietnam, I gave her uh, a necklace. Yeah. Would you now wear, Taylor? Yes, the heart necklace. Yeah. Uh, yes, a heart necklace with a cross at it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, that was before he was gone. That was my Christmas present. See, I didn't know him that long. So I bought him Christmas presents, but I, what did I buy? He wasn't too happy with his Christmas present. He gave me a stuffed animal. And I, and I took the, uh, I guess once he got my Christmas present, he bought a stuffed animal and he bought the bracelet, the necklace. Then he says, uh, once he, I gave him the present, 
Oh, and she gave me that present. So he gave me this. He didn't give me both presents. He just gave me the stuffed animal. What did you get him? I I got him all. What what was it? Old spice soap. Old spice <laughs> soap and deodorant. It, it was perfume or something. Oh, old spice. I was not. You know, I was not the kind of person that guys gave me all kind of presents in there. I made it simple. We like each other. We exchange presents. But once he got that that present, he said, I'm not getting her, giving her both of these presents. So he gave me the dog. So it was a stuffed dog. So I had it all as, as a doorstop at my at my door. <laughs> so he's so he, so when he got ready to go to Vietnam, that's when he decided that he would give me the heart with the cross in it. Oh, that's and I went I, I I think I picked him up. We went out. I dropped him off at home that night. I got back to my house and Rose and I started crying. And Rose said, why are you crying? I said, I think I love him. I think I love him. So the rest is history. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that sounds like it's out of a movie, you know, maybe <laughs> hey, a, a romantic, should be a, movie. <laughs> a romantic comedy because you guys are funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that, well, that's what George said. You got to, what did George, what was your, you got to cry, you got to laugh. So we get, you yeah. got to do all three things. You got to cry, mm -hmm. you got to laugh, and you got to think. Yeah. got to be everything. You got all those three things. Got to be part of your daily doses. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was always, uh, Taylor, I always say, you know, we got to have a plan. And we were married a year and a half. And, uh, did you get married, married right after? Did you get married right after he got back? Yeah, yeah, he got. He, um, I came home to, it, in in January. We got married in June. Yeah, June twenty sixth, which is tomorrow. And, yeah. and and Taylor, I was the one that proposed to him. He thought every night he comes home in he comes January, and every night he comes over to my house sitting around. And I'm working full time. Eating good food. And eating good food, eating at that rose, good food. So I looked at him and I said, you know, I, I know we was care for each other. So I said, we, we know we like each other. All this word love, 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 you know, you have to grow into love. It just doesn't like happen overnight. So I said to him after he come in, come in, he said, I said, you know, I have to work. I can't sit here with you every night. I said, I think we should get married. And he said, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as we grew, I said to George, every time I said, I said something to George, George always said, I know a good idea when I see it. That's what made me successful as a CEO. I could recognize good ideas. We have a podcast because it was a, Good idea. That's right. That's right. And after a year and a half of being married and getting pregnant, that was not in the plan. But that was the best thing that happened to us. Our little Taylor. First day, and the second best thing is Taylor. <laughs> That's Just, right. You know, some plans, you, you know, it's meant to be broken. Or some plans, God have a plan for you. Absolutely. And I think he had a plan for us because we have a beautiful daughter. She's 55 years old. Uh, she is <clears throat> she is terrific, Dr. Tammy Miles Brown. And she is so good. And our granddaughter, 
I don't need, I don't have to say anything too much about her. She's a hot, beautiful, smart young lady. Yeah. And as you all know, my name is Taylor Janet. Now you all have finally got to meet the Janet in Taylor <laughs> Janet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And she is a Janet. Yes. We, we're no doubt about it. <laughs> I'd say that I act the most like you, Granny. And my mom acts like Pop-Up. It's actually so funny. Yes, yes, yes. Like I told her the other day, you're just like your daddy, you know. And then I tell you, we make, the four of us make a good team. Absolutely. You know. Okay. Support, support each other. I want you guys to pretend you're on a stage right now. Mm -hmm. And in the audience is a bunch of newlywed couples. What are you telling them? as your tips, your tricks, the secrets for having a long lasting marriage. It feels like nowadays there's so many couples that are getting divorced so soon. So how, what would you tell them? Yeah, I tell you, I think your granny said it earlier was the uh, idea of communicating, mm -hmm. communicating, open communication back and forth. And to be honest with you and respect Yes. Respect is really a big part of it. You respect one another. I think that goes a long way. Those two things, communicating and respect. What about you, Jan? Uh, I remember when we got married, <clears throat> our parents, as long as they gave us food and a roof over our head and clothes, that was the way they show love. Never said they love us, but that's the way they show love. So George and I decided Every night, we're going to say, I love you. And as the time went on, my mother started saying, I love you. Well, Tam and Taylor, that came natural because they heard it all the time. And, 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 and my nephew. So it is, it is something that is other way to show love. Our parents showed it a different way. We showed it a different way. But it is just letting people know and respecting each other. And one of the things that George and I decided when we got when we, we got pregnant, when I got pregnant with, Taylor, uh, with Tammy, I said to him, I said, listen, one of the things that we have to do, we have we can agree or disagree, but do not have that argue in front of Tammy. We had to go in other rooms sometimes when we didn't agree, but we come together. But we wasn't we wasn't in the middle pulling here because you know pulling there because kids one of the things that my early on when I when I finished school and went to work I worked in a Jewish salon and they were like my mother they were like my parents one of the things they say to me is always remember your husband come first always remember your husband come first because your kids are gonna grow up and leave you and all of a sudden you're gonna wake up and say, who is this man here? And that's really the way I live my life. And always, she always, they always used to say, and when you get out, when you go out, always look nice, look like you're looking for a husband. You know, some of these girls, the way they go and the way they look going out is, <clears throat> they can't find anybody who want, you know? So it's a whole different generation now. And I hope, you know, it kind of gets together because we need the happiness, you know, and show the children because they learn from their parents. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I want to switch gears a little bit 
And I didn't tell you these questions ahead of time, but one of the things that I remember growing up is all of the traveling that you guys did. Yes. Tell me about some of your trips, some of the places that you guys have gone. If you have a favorite, any fun memories. Oh my God. We had, well, just to keep it as short as I can. When George came out of the service and I said to him, well, you know, George, he went for, started going for MBA. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was able to get a job in the CPA firm. And uh, I don't want to take all the credit for it, but George will tell you later, it takes too much time. But <laughs> that was a good, if any suggestion, and George, no good suggestion. He got his CPA, he got his MBA, CPA. And our first trip to Europe was George worked for Touche Ross, a CPA firm in New York. And you you went to um, England, London for how many weeks? Oh, London. Two months or two? I was in London for two months and then you came over for another month. And I came over for another month. And that that was our first uh, out of the country, traveling all over England. All over Europe? All over Europe. Paris. Spain, and we loved it. So we really, you know, we we loved it, and we we loved traveling, and we loved theater. So and going around, and so we've been to Paris. We've been, we you were with us in in um Italy, what for three weeks? Yeah, we did three weeks in Italy, which was yeah, so yeah. Much fun. Yes, but and, tell, tell let me tell you about our first trip that we were supposed to take. Okay. That was we had saved enough money when we got married to go to the '68 Olympics, and your mother was born in 1968, <laughs> and that superseded anything we did. Your mother, your granny got pregnant with Taylor with Tammy, and that was it. Those Where was born. the Olympics never, that year? And I didn't until ninety until ninety nineteen ninety six. Is when I finally went to the Olympics with Tammy in Atlanta. Atlanta, ATL. <laughs> yeah. Where was the yeah. Olympics in uh, 1968? What was that? 1968 Olympics. Where was it being held? Mexico City. Yeah, we, okay. were, we were planning that trip. But <laughs> after that trip, we uh, uh, every time we could, we, made, we planned to take a trip. And we were able to go. Well, we went to a lot of different places. We went to Nassau, we went to a lot of different We've, we've been to Israel. We've been to Africa. We, we've been all over. God have blessed us. We really have been blessed, enjoyed, and we wanted to expose our daughter and granddaughter. And I think um, we overdid it with our granddaughter a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's ready to pack her bag at every moment. I have my suitcase right in front of me because I'm packing for my trip to Paris, which by the time you guys are listening to this, I will already be, I will be in Nice by then. Oh, so I, by the time our reader or our listeners are listening in, I will not be here, but we'll talk about that when I get back in the next episode. But yeah, I can't wait to hear about your trip. I can't wait to hear about your trip. I grew up immensely privileged and I have so many fond memories of growing up and traveling with my grandparents. Um, Like, like you said, we went to Italy for three weeks and that was one of my top trips. However, do you know what my favorite vacation was? What? Alaska. Oh yeah. Alaska. We went for two weeks and I feel like it's one of those trips where like, 
you don't know what to expect. You go to Italy, you're like, I'm going to eat the pasta. I'm going to see the Coliseum. Alaska, you're like, okay, it's cold. I didn't know what to expect. It was <laughs> beautiful. We did a land stint and then we did the cruise. And it was just incredible. They have such a unique culture to be considered part of the U.S. It feels like you're not in the U.S. Yeah. Sourdough everything. They have like sourdough pancakes and they serve reindeer sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Pop-Up were like kissing the the reindeers. We were feeding them with our mouths. Granny wouldn't get behind that, but Pop-Up. Oh, no, (laughs) no, no. We took a ride on the sled. Yeah. Yeah, we it was to a glacier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really fun. Yeah, that we was... have had a very, very and life is not finished. We yeah. still have more to do, and you and your mama are still carrying it, carrying it the flame on to the next location. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it because that's how I was raised, you know going with you guys and it's cool because now I'm trying to branch out right I've been to places with you guys and I'm being really intentional right now since I'm still young to not go to the places that we've already been so I'd love to experience Italy as an adult and do the wine tastings but I've already been so I'm not going so France and then 2025 I think will be my next big trip I'll do Tokyo that's what I that's where I'd like to go oh that's not bad. I hope I'm still in good health. That Glenn might be joining you. I would love to have you. <laughs> um, I didn't go to Tokyo on a business trip. How yeah. was it? It was great. I didn't like the. I went over on uh, Air Japan and I didn't like the food that much, but it was okay. It was yeah. The experience of being in Tokyo. That's awesome. Well, we have so many beautiful places in this country I would love to see. The best trip I ever took was, I've ever taken was going to Israel. Yes. And that was a, a marvelous trip where, you know, as a Christian, we're able to experience the, what it was like to be a Christian in that time. And I was able to read uh, parts of the Bible, parts of the Bible, and then my Israeli interpreter read it as Jesus would have read it. It was really quite prophetic. Yeah, in the river, wow. the Jordan. Yeah, river Jordan. We were in. And even, yeah, it was something. It was, something it was nice. We enjoyed it. Um, it. So we're coming up on time. And before we wrap, um, if you could each tell me your favorite thing about the other person. Oh no, no, you, yeah, you can, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you really well. I, I'll tell you my favorite thing about about your dad, granddad. Oh yeah, yeah, about your, about Papa. You know, he really, he really is a good husband because they they haven't been all stars, but we're able to work it out. We listen and constant, you know, each other, match each other. He is a great, great husband, a great father, and a great provider. All he talks about is his family. He loves his family. My favorite thing about Janet is is why I married her uh, for the first time. She's a strong, 
uh, African-American woman. And I always admired that about her. You know, I mean, her, her, in fact, I met my men, her mother, and Rose, they're all strong women. I was so impressed with this, this strength as individuals and how they were holding together their families. And, and on my side of the family, we're more on the patriotic side, patriotic. And, and their family is more matriarch. And I love that I, about that. That it was that was a thing that attracted me. And it still does attract me. Yeah. It gets me pissed off at times. Yeah. And that's why I have to remind him, you married me because I was a strong woman. I have to remind him every now and then, but he realizes. So we come to <laughs> our, our agreement, right, honey? Don't get don't don't go in agreement now. <laughs> okay. Wait, before before we wrap, tell them the story of when you ran into Granny's old boyfriend and you weren't you like, oh, aren't you glad that like you oh, married that's me? A, that's a story, Tim. It's a, a kind joke. of a joke I used to tell all the time, uh, years ago about being in South Carolina and running into one of Janet's old boyfriends. And I said to Janet, just think if you had married so-and-so, you'd have been you'd have been so-and-so's wife. And she said, no, if I had married him, he'd have been the president of WQED, not you. <laughs> That's, That's right. the story. <laughs> I love that story. Well, <laughs> Granny, thank you so much for being our first guest on the Legacy Exchange podcast. I had so much fun talking with you guys. I love talking to you guys always. And I can't wait for everyone to get to see and experience or hear and experience you all for the first time. Well, thank you for having me. I was really excited. This is, it's been a good uh, program, a good journey to express the way we feel. And we just so excited to see you take this upon and, and run with it. Absolutely right. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Well, thank you all for listening and happy anniversary to And, and by the way, Taylor, ask any any questions about anybody want to write in about any other thoughts? Any Absolutely. Continue to ask your questions. We haven't gotten any yet, but we will. Yeah. Okay, babe. <laughs> all right. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. <laughs>